Today on The Daily Charge, things are heating up for YouTube as they come under fire from the YouTubers Union. Spokesman Jörg Sprav is here to explain it all. Good morning and welcome to CNET's Daily Charge. It's Monday, August 20th. I'm Joni Salzman. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. Let's get to today's deep dive. A YouTuber union is making the most concerted effort yet to get YouTube to pay attention to what video creators on the platform want. A group of 20,000 YouTubers has joined forces with one of the biggest traditional labor unions in the world called IG Metal. This week, they've set a deadline for YouTube to agree to formally negotiate with them by late Thursday, or the unions will take them to court. So what do they want? Their demands include YouTube publishing the criteria of what it recommends, promotes, or allows to make money with ads, basically share a big part of its algorithm. They want other transparency, like explaining the specific violations that caused an individual to get demonetized. And they want representation. They want YouTube to set up human contact people for YouTubers so that they can address and fix mistakes. And they want mediation and advisory boards so YouTubers can have a say in what happens on the platform. Ben, what do you think of all this? That is a lot. Um, you got to swing for the fences. I guess right? so. Yeah, you're not you're not going to get anything unless you actually ask for it, right? right? But at the same time, uh, Joan, you cover YouTube a lot. What what are the chances that any of this is actually going to happen? Is this is this realistic in any way? What I think is really interesting is we don't have a real precedent for how YouTube will address this new kind of pressure. We've seen Google and YouTube face, especially recently, more labor agitation among their own workers. But this is the first time that we're getting a group of small to medium-sized YouTubers coming together to have a unified voice, and they have something that makes it legitimate. This IG Mattel union, it's the biggest union in the world that isn't a like state-sponsored one that forces everybody to join. It's been around for more than 100 years, and it's got deep pockets. It's got the resources to, when they say they're gonna, they will take Google to court, they've got the research, resources to take them to the highest court in Europe. So um, one of the other elements that I think is interesting about this is your story that published today that specifically you, you reached out to about 30 different bigger YouTubers and hardly, I, I don't think any of them commented. They either right. sent a no comment or they didn't even respond. So it seems to me like they're treating this very carefully. This is kind of the idea of a union is kryptonite to the folks where YouTube the platform is actually working for them. I don't know if it's kryptonite, but they definitely, you can imagine, I reached out to the 30 biggest YouTubers by subscribers that aren't, you know, aren't, you know, actual media companies like The Ellen Show or Justin Bieber. Um, none of them responded because none of them want to bite the hands of either. They make their entire fortune basically off of YouTube. They don't want to align themselves against the company. The company hasn't even said exactly how they're going to deal with all this stuff. But we interviewed the founder of the YouTuber union. Jörg Sprava is a German video creator. His YouTube channel focuses on slingshots that are basically on steroids, and he has more than 2 million subscribers. He explained to us what the union is fighting for. Take a look and stick around because we want to hear your questions after. So... The union has joined forces with one of the biggest traditional unions in the world, and you guys have a big deadline coming on Friday. But the beginning of the YouTubers Union came about long ago. Tell us about how this started for you. Well, it started because I was actually witnessing the uh, development in the aftermath of the so-called apocalypse. 
and um, things changed for the creators in such a way that I felt something has to be done about it. And therefore, I started the YouTubers Union with the goal to uh, increase um, the, the situation of the to improve the situation of the YouTubers. So over the course of the YouTubers Union, you've been advocating for several things, more transparency and how videos are recommended, why they're demonetized, better systems for appealing demonetization. What's happening on Friday? Well, on Friday, um, this really depends on whether or not YouTube comes back to us. Uh, the deadline runs out on Friday, and then we are free to get to, you know, get to uh, start with our measures. And we actually have three different things that we identified and also presented in our original video. This means that we have two legal issues that we will follow up on, and then we have what we call storms. And this means that we will get the community into action. We now have over 22,000 members, and we believe that there is a lot of bad PR that can potentially brew up for YouTube should they not talk to us. Let's say we get to your deadline Friday, you don't hear anything from Google. What are these storms that you've referenced before? Well, the storms are actually actions where we will ask um, our followers to do certain things. I, uh, for strategical reasons, do not want to explain this in detail to you because otherwise we would lose the element of surprise and that of course cannot be. Um, but it will be things that will be embarrassing for YouTube and it would also be very entertaining. So we're hoping that, that this will gather a lot of attention from people and also from the press. So you've joined forces with IG Metal. They're taking point on the legal strategy uh, if Google, depending on how Google responds to your demands. IG Metal is a traditional union and one of the biggest, one of the oldest, but this isn't a traditional unionization push. You're not looking for collective bargaining, right? Can you kind of characterize how this is a new kind of labor movement? Yeah, well, the YouTubers Union really isn't an organization. It is a, a movement currently organized mostly in a Facebook group, but also we do have a forum and a website. Um, but it doesn't really take any, any membership fees or something. So you don't get a membership card. You just join our movement, and this means that uh, you're supposed to back up our actions if you like them. So there's no obligations. We're just fighting together. We're standing together in order to change things. Whereas the IJ Metal, of course, is a completely conventional union, trade union, uh, with, uh, the, you know, of course, incredibly structured and incredibly well organized. But also they have a lot of resources, experience, and also political connections. So why does this matter? Because we believe that if we have to fight or if we fight against um, a big internet company like YouTube or Google, then uh, you need a, a certain uh, number of assets. The IG Metal, as I already said, they have the uh, resources, also the money, and they also have the influence and they have the experience to deal with big companies. But what they do not have is they do not understand the YouTube ecosystem and they don't have access to the YouTube community. This is two things that the YouTubers Union brings to the table. And I think the combination is really effective. Google and YouTube are global companies. YouTubers are a global community. Why do you think that your efforts, along with IG Metal, will have a global influence and not one that's limited to just Germany or Europe? So the thing is that YouTube has to, has to impose rules that are for everyone on the planet, basically. Everywhere where at least they can be 
they can be accessed. So therefore, even if, if it's a European law that we can use to put pressure on YouTube, ultimately the goal is that they change the rule and the system for everybody on the planet. So um, we're just using it as leverage and we hope that if YouTube talks to us, we will make YouTube a better place for everyone involved because we believe that the changes that we demand will ultimately also be very good for YouTube, not just for the users and creators. Why do you think YouTube should care enough to change the way that it does business when it already has a group that it can, in a way, already do that sort of interpersonal interaction with and have the rest of YouTube just sort of exist as it is? What, what is the impetus for them to address the needs of quote unquote smaller YouTubers? Um, there's a great many YouTubers that have between, I would say, 500,000 and 3 million subscribers. And these people all have no chance to really talk to YouTube directly. You have to be bigger than that to make it make a difference. But these people definitely have a lot of followers. And also they usually make a living. It's, more, it's usually their main job to run the YouTube channel. So it is a very important group. We should also consider that YouTube does not only just live from the top uh, YouTubers, even though, of course, these people get watched a lot, but it's also the diversity of the content that keeps people coming back to the platform. So if all these other channels that are smaller and that YouTube right now decides to not talk to, if they would go away, if they would be, uh, you know, using some other platform or whatever, then YouTube site would definitely lose a lot of popularity and ultimately go down. It's very important um, that everybody understands that we are not trying to bring YouTube down and we're not actually advocating any alternative platforms, although of course there are some around, but we're not doing that. We all love YouTube and we want YouTube to be very successful because uh, we are on it in the same boat here. I just think that YouTube overreacted to the apocalypse and now it is necessary to bring things back into a sound balance so that everybody benefits. That is our goal, not bringing YouTube down. Now, YouTube's response about the union has been the same over the last month. The company says it is deeply invested in the success of creators. That's why they share the majority of ad revenue with them. They say YouTube needs to ensure users and advertisers feel safe and that the company takes a lot of feedback by meeting with hundreds of creators every year. But they emphasize YouTube creators are not YouTube employees, legally speaking. So Ben, did York say anything that changed your mind? Uh, not, not exactly, but I'm pretty interested to see what these next steps are that he mentioned. So right. for instance, uh, he says for strategic reasons, he didn't want to delve into what exactly they plan on doing to embarrass YouTube right. or bring them to the table. But, uh, it's kind of at some point the rubber's going to have to meet the road and they're going to have to see if any of those things have resonance and if the public starts paying attention to this kind of thing. Yeah. And one of the things that would create the most resonance is having gigantic YouTubers come out and show some sort of show solidarity, some sort of support. But as we've said, the biggest ones, the ones that are most capable of drumming up buzz and interest in the plight of smaller creators are the huge creators. And they're not talking. There are creators that feel like they've been discriminated against on YouTube that will stand in solidarity with the union. There's a group that's suing uh, just last week, they filed suit against Google and YouTube because they're a group of LGBTQ plus creators and they say that their content is unfairly demonetized because mm. it deals with issues of sexuality, not necessarily in a prurient way, but that means they bump up against demonetization in an unfair and discriminatory way. So they're suing Google and they have no problem. They've already said like, 
if there's a hand that feeds them, they're going to bite it because it's not feeding them what they feel like they deserve. Well, and that's the primary issue right. is, is that the folks where the platform is actually operating properly, some of these folks like PewDiePie are making millions and millions of dollars, in some cases, tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. So wh- why would they bother trying to change the system? And, so. the U- and the union won't be fighting for their needs either. It'd really be something that'd be altruistic for them to do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens as far as, you know, certain actions that they want to do. We have obviously seen Google um, respond to certain actions. But at the same time, these were huge efforts by their own employees uh, over the course of uh, large, large pushes, big efforts. So I I would probably expect if they do expect to see any sort of changes, it's probably going to be a long haul for them. I agree. For The Daily Charge, I'm Joni Saltman. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. Thanks for watching.